A reading from the book of Jeremiah. At that time it will be said to his people and to Jerusalem, A hot wind comes from me out of the bare heights in the desert toward my poor people, not to winnow or cleanse, a wind too strong for that. Now it is I who speak in judgment against them, for my people are foolish, they do not know me, they are stupid children, they have no understanding. They are skilled in doing evil, but do not know how to do good. I looked on the earth, and lo, it was waste and void, and to the heavens, and they had no light. I looked on the mountains, and lo, they were quaking, and all the hills moved to and fro. I looked, and lo, there was no one at all, and all the birds of the air had fled. I looked, and lo, the fruitful land was a desert, and all its cities were laid in ruins before the Lord before his fierce anger. For thus says the Lord, the whole land shall be a desolation, yet I will not make a full end. Because of this the earth shall mourn, and the heavens above grow black. For I have spoken, I have purposed, I have not relented, nor will I turn back. Here was the Spirit is saying to God's people. You may remain seated for the reading of Psalm 14. Let's read Psalm 14 in unison. The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. All are corrupt and commit abominable acts. There is none who does any good. The Lord looks down from heaven upon us all to see if there is any who is wise. There is one who sees after God. reading from Paul's first letter to Timothy. I am grateful to Christ Jesus our Lord, who has strengthened me, because he has judged me faithful and appointed me to his service, even though I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and a man of violence. But I I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief, and the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. But for that very reason I received mercy, so that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display the utmost patience, making me an example to those who would come to believe in him for eternal life. To the King of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to Jesus, and the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. 
Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost." Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. You may be seated. How many of you have Facebook accounts? Show of hands. Okay, we got a few. How many of you saw the note that I sent out on the Facebook? Well, fewer of you. Okay, well, I said there would be a quiz. There will be a quiz, and and all of you are going to take the quiz, whether you saw it or not. Um, I want to ask the question, when, and and I'm going to give you a few minutes to kind of of think it over, and if any of you are brave enough to raise your hands and and tell me, um, when have you felt lost? Um, We heard two parables about being lost, the sheep who was lost and then the lost silver coin. Um, When have you felt isolated or alienated um, from those communities that matter to you? Take a minute and, and think about that. I'll tell you um, about me. Um, when I feel lost is when I have made a decision, um, sort of being the rector of a parish, and then um, you know it doesn't work out the way I thought it was going to work, and I think, oh, gee, people are going to be angry with me, um, and and begin to feel isolated and, and not wanting to, to face those things. It tends to come with responsibility. Anybody else have an example of when you've felt lost that you want to tell me? Claudia. Oh, you get into a new place and feel lost, Bill. Right, right. That sort of that late at night feeling, panic. I used to have to mark my fingers for which class hour I had homework in so that I could remember to bring it home. Otherwise, I would be in that same situation. What was I supposed to do tonight? Right, the, 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 the sort of the extremists have taken over the discourse and, and you don't want to own up to being Christian because people say, oh, you're one of those crazy people. Between jobs one time. Yeah. So you wonder how you're going to get forward in life. 
Jesus does a really interesting thing here. Um, we heard in the Old Testament, Jeremiah, very pessimistic, um, saying to J- Jerusalem, God is blowing a hot wind off the desert. It's going to level you. Um, Jeremiah was trying desperately to save a sense of monotheism. Um, when you believe in many gods, each nation has its own god, then if one nation is, is doing poorly, well, that just means its god isn't in, in ascendancy right now. Some other god is you know, leading the divine council, and so that's just the way things go. But if you believe in monotheism and bad things are happening to your nation, you have to explain why. And so he says, it's because we messed up. Um, therefore, God is going to punish us. Uh, you see some of that in our discourse now, right? You know, it's because we don't post the Ten Commandments in the courthouse. We don't, you know, all of those things, that that's why God is punishing us. Um, those, and Jeremiah would have been that kind of Christian saying, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. We like to blame other people. And so Jesus is eating with tax collectors who are collaborators with the Roman Empire and sinners. Um, Jerusalem was not doing well at Jesus' time either, and people were looking for a reason why that was happening. Well, it was those people. Um, And Jesus was eating with those people. Um, And the Pharisees say, why is it that you're eating with the folks who are causing our problems? And Jesus tells two stories, actually three. We'll get the third story next week. He tells three stories about being lost. Um, The first one is, which one of you, having a hundred sheep and one gets loose in the desert, doesn't go find it and bring it back? Well, one out of 99, that's not so bad, right? If only 99 are around, you still have a pretty decent flock of sheep. Well, the shepherd wants just all of them together, the one. If you're one of the 99, eh, what difference does it make? So Joe is off out in the desert. We can get by without him. If you're the one out in the desert, that makes a big difference. How do you get back to where you belong? Then he tells the story of the woman with the 10 coins. Now we're down to 10%, not 1%. Um, one coin out of ten is lost. That starts to be a little more important. Ah, if you're one of the nine, that doesn't matter so much. Um, you're the ten, the, the tenth, it matters. The third story he tells is the prodigal son. Now we're down to one of two. Um, I love it at the end of that story when the son comes back and the older son doesn't want to have anything to do with him, he says to his father, this son of yours, he's no relationship to me, this son of yours has squandered your wealth in loose living. And the father replies, this brother of yours was lost and is found. When we're lost, there's that sort of panicky feeling um, whether it's a new school or a new job or you've messed up somehow, how am I going to get back into right relationship with people? Um, If you're the lost coin or the lost sheep or the lost son, how do I get back into right relationship with people? And Jesus turns the discourse from those people who are causing our problems to us who are lost. What we need to do is repair the community. Rather than pointing the finger of blame like Jeremiah does and saying they're causing our problems, all of those wackos, how do we get the community back together? We've been there before. We've been lost. We know what it's like to be found. 
at a new school, when you make some friends, it's like, oh, okay, finally I fit in. When you own up to the decision that you made and people say, well, that's not so bad, we can, we can live with that, then you feel restored to community. When you finally get the job, ah, whew, I'm back to where I belong. So our task is to bring the community back together. We need to see it from the side of the lost. Jeremiah sees it from the side of, of um, you know, the people who are being punished. It's your fault. It's you know, why this is happening. Jesus says, no, look at it from the other perspective. In our discourse, rather than pointing the finger, what is it like on the other side? How do we get people together to have a conversation about what Jesus would want, about what that life of Christ looks like? We've all been lost. We've all been found. We know how wonderful it feels to be found. We're the 99. Think about the one out there who needs to be here. We're the 10. Think of the one out there who needs to be here. We're the one at home. Think of the one out there who needs to be there. How do we call that community back together so that we can begin to have the discourse, so that we can eat together, which is what Jesus would have us do? Amen.